0: You know how you come up with all your good ideas in the shower? Imagine having one of those moments in a wrestling ring, but you're not naked. I mean, it's all well and good planning spots, but when you're in front of a live crowd and all of a sudden gold strikes, well, damn it, you've got to rub with it. I'm Simon for What Culture. Please do hit that subscribe button, and this is 10 Genius Wrestling Decisions Made Up on the Fly. Number 10, the Kabuki Warriors versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair at TLC 2019. A little different to what we just talked about, this one was sprung into life due. Due to an injury. Kyrie Sane suffered a horrible concussion as she was teaming with Oscar against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, meaning there was no way she could continue. She wasn't even able to stand to take a powerbomb from the Queen. Really, we should have just stopped the whole thing. I know, I know, you're preaching to your mansion. Who cares? Human safety first. Thankfully, the man realized what was going on, so went into veteran mode. Not only did she protect Kairi from further damage, but as soon as she could, she rolled Sane under the ring. She was so subtle with this, the main cameras didn't even notice. We only found out due to fan footage. Lynch then passed the info around to the rest of the pack, and this is another reason she got to the top. Naturally, she's just a good person, and that comes across. They also arranged a new finish where Oscar pulled Becky off a ladder with a rope to keep them as tag champions. I don't know what the original ending was, but all of this was top draw. Number 9 The Rock vs. Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18. Without doubt responsible for some of the loudest reactions ever, never forget that The Rock was meant to be the good guy. WWE must have known that something like this was going to happen, given that WrestleMania was in Toronto, which was a Hulk Hogan stronghold, but even then, it was something else entirely. No one in the arena cared that the Hulkster had tried to murder Rocky with a truck, they just wanted it to be the late 80s again, so lost their damn minds. So when Hulk started hulking up and the Great One realised he had no choice, he went full on heel. I mean, he was going to get booed anyways. You may as well play into it. Rock admitted later this was decided in the ring because he wanted the fans to go with how they were feeling. And this was 100% the right call as everybody got to have fun. Fun, the forgotten wrestling word. Number eight, Mankind versus The Undertaker at The King of the Ring, 98. Another historic match. This one has its own Wikipedia page. It does deserve it though, just due to the sheer pain and suffering Mick Foley put his body through. I don't know how he managed to carry on, like a car wreck. The worst part is when The Undertaker went to give the then mankind a chokeslam on the top of the hell in the cell, and the flipping thing broke. Poor Foley went crashing through and hit the mat so hard, everybody thought he was actually dead. It was terrifying the relevant crew ran from the locker room to help out including terry funk who threw kayfabe out the window to help his friend realizing they were all gonna have to buy some time he started hurling fists at the dead man who swiftly chokeslammed him too this was great though because one the sheer thinking on the fly with that and two it made taker feel like a psychopath even after all this destruction he wasn't done dare i say it it enhanced this whole thing even more number seven the 2005 raw rumble match we all talk about this because it was a wonderful disaster, but that's not giving the people involved their due. The second biggest event of the year, and they had to sort it all when it all went wrong. Because yes, Batista was meant to win. No ifs, no buts, no maybes. Him and John Cena both going over the top was just the best accident ever. Everyone was going nuts and fair play to them. The referees started announcing both guys as the winner to make it seem like it was part of the plan, while the announcers did the same. It all just seemed like a great way to add drama to the Rumble. Eventually, Vinny Mac did order the whole thing to be restarted, and after Cena had whispered to Big Dave to reverse his elimination attempt, finally we had our winner, but what a crazy ride this was. Number 6, Rated RKO versus DX at New Year's Resolution 2007, Sean Flippin' Michaels. Say what you want about him, but that guy could work his ass off, as he did on this night. Another match where injuries took over, D-Generation X were in a difficult spot when Triple H tore his quad this was really bad too, the game could barely stand. The dreaded X sign went up for the referee, and that's when the heartbreak kid hit his super switch. Not wanting the match to be a bust, he took the official out so he could start throwing chairs at Randy on edge before laying a bloody legend killer on a table and dropping a massive elbow through everything to have this end as a no contest. I would be impressed if somebody came up with that in the back. Michael's just made this up because he had to. And that, my friends, is why he's one of the best wrestlers ever. Number five, Ric Flair versus Jack Veneno in the Dominican Republic. Do not underestimate how popular Jack Veneno was in the Dominican Republic. He was basically considered a hero. So when the traveling NWA champion, also known as Ric Flair, came to town to face him, fans were super duper pumped. And as it turned out, they were too super duper pumped. Because although Flair was meant to win and retain his title, he soon realized if he did this, there was probably going to be a riot. This got worse when Roddy Piper plan planned to the ring to interfere, but couldn't because armed guards put guns to his head. We better change direction. So Rick told Jack to use the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment the surprise roll up, pin him, and then parade around as the new champion. It was never officially recognized for obvious reasons, and all Flair and Piper cared about was getting out alive... That was kind of smart. Number four, Bret Hart versus Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13. Thank goodness the Hitman and Stone Cold didn't care about company policy. Back in 1997, the WWF did not want anybody bleeding, no matter what the excuse. It wasn't good for their image, so don't you even ask. Hart and Austin just ignored this, though, knowing that if they did bust Steve open during this all-time classic, it was probably going to help his babyface turn. And well, they were correct. This wasn't going to be easy, though. Austin was worried that this may bring him the same kind of heat that Triple H had received after the curtain call, so both guys decided they'd see how the match went, and they'd choose their path in the ring. Given the fans were lapping it up and that Stone Cold knew how great it would look if he did pass out to the sharpshooter with blood pouring from his head, he chose colour. The hitman then did the honours, and it gave us a visual that is still used today, so it's been 24 years. They did this so well too, Vince McMahon assumed it had happened by accident. This is, was, and forever will be the best. Number three, Chris Jericho versus Neville on Raw. Chris Jericho proved how much he could adapt on the fly when he was indeed taking on Neville on a 2016 Raw. The finish was meant to be Pat going for a Frankensteiner before Chris reversed it into the Walls of Jericho, but before we got there, things went bad. Neville went for a simple baseball slide and snapped his ankle, and I tell you this, it looked disgusting. Being the tough guy he is, he tried tried to carry on, but this was futile, couldn't even stand up. Jericho knew they were done, so went for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, and assumed the official would know what was happening and count the three. Not quite. Instead, sticking to the plan, he just stopped at two, which sent Le Champion nuts. He was legitimately upset at first because it was an easy out, but even in that moment, he had his wits about him. Jericho pushed the official while shouting to disqualify him, which this time he did. This actually worked really well as it seemed real and just showed what a leader Chris Jericho had become. Never phased, protected his opponent and we can all learn a thing or two from that. Number 2, CM Punk vs Rey Mysterio are over the limit 2010. This one had some big old stipulations. It was you better join the straight edge society or lose your hair match as Punk and Mysterio tore the house down 11 years ago. It didn't start too well however as after a head scissors into the ringside barrier, Punk was busted open the hard way which triggered one of WWE's new rules. When this happened in 2010 medics would rush to the ring and they'd try and stop the bleeding. Now wrestlers hated this as it ruined the flow of the match, and while I think it's important, the crowd on this evening weren't that into it either. I suppose they had been conditioned to expect performers to go through anything for their entertainment. Punk especially felt like this was dumb, so as soon as he was given the green light, he made it his life's work to win the audience back over. So he legged towards Rey Mysterio and just whooped his ass so badly, and so insanely, that within minutes, everybody had forgotten about what they just saw. The blood kept on coming, but CM was never going to stop twice, and by the end, ha, this was excellent, two top workers... Right there. Number one, Jay White versus Juice Robinson at the G1. What were the odds of this happening? I mean, when Jay White suplexed Juice Robinson into the guardrail at the G1 special, I don't think anybody thought there would be enough of a fallout that Jim Ross on commentary would be hurled from his seat and break a rib. You couldn't make it up. If Jay White had then gone to check on JR, I think we all would have got it. But as he is a man dedicated to his character, he went the other way instead. Because Jay was reveling in this and even taunted Ross to the point his announcing partner, Josh Parnett, got really really mad he then chased jay around the ring whether this was real anger or not it took the focus off jim who was able to get the assistance he needed the result of this was white becoming an even bigger asshole than he already was it felt like there was major heat which helped everybody and switchblade come out like a champ even though he lost and i don't think anybody expected that going in so this was excellent but also yes really really mad